Hi, I'm Molly Wood, author of CNET's Buzz Report. Hi, um, I want to introduce myself. I'm Tom Merritt, <laughs> author of CNET's The look Real Deal. You vaguely familiar, but I guess I'm, I, I can't place the face. Yeah, it's probably been a fortnight. Tom and Molly are back together again on Buzz Out Loud, <sighs> the podcast of Internet. I was about to say, you don't know what it was like, but you do. But you do. You, were, you did it for And it just wasn't the same. <laughs> Reunited. Oh, are we going to get sued? Yeah. Okay. So, well, no. Under fair use, you can use that much. Ah! So don't go any farther. I can't even no, finish no, the word. No. I, I, that's all I have and to say. And then we have to credit peaches and herb. <laughs> Which herb, I refuse herb. to do, frankly. <laughs> herb. All right. Well, I'm going to take the Firefox challenge. Go. I'm going to start installing Firefox right now and see if I can get it done by the end of the podcast. Okay. This is not, you should know, a diss on Firefox, merely on the studio computer, which is ka-chunk, ka-chunk slow. Yeah. So I said that there was no way that Tom could get that done in the space of the and indeterminately length. No way. Podcast. We'll just keep talking until it's done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's begin with the idea of the web office. The problem with Tom installing Firefox now is that he's not paying attention. No, I am paying attention. Web-based you're talking about office suites. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about this thing on Slashdot we saw today. Slashdot has a little brief story saying um, that speculating that maybe Google Office is still in the wings, basically as a web-based office suite. Um, and the founder of a project, a possible project called Ajax Office, which wherein the Ajax suite of existing web building tools might be used to create such a thing. Um, the the project's founder is speculating that maybe Google or Yahoo could launch one of these suckers. Yeah, and I like this idea of having my applications available online. People have tried it mm-hmm. a bunch of times. Well, I yeah, it's terminal really, computing. Yeah, and, and I think you can combine terminal computing with computing that has programs and data stored on the hard drive right. to great effect. Well, it's very interesting because I think even... Actually, Microsoft has wanted to go down this path. There'd been a lot of speculation in the past, especially with XP, and people had said that that was the reason maybe that Microsoft was refusing to uncouple Internet Explorer and all those Internet tools, mm-hmm. was that they, they did want to go to that web-stored subscription model for applications. And now it's kind of ironic that for whatever reason, possibly the antitrust reason, Microsoft has not done that, and now we're talking about whether Google or Yahoo might, might be the ones to do it first. I think if you could combine... This kind of application servicing with broadband, mm-hmm. with uh, a better form factors for mobile computing as well as desktop computing, laptops and whatnot, and distributed computing, right? Where you use the extra uh, the extra capacity of whatever device you're using, big stuff could happen. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you then- wouldn't ever have to leave. Like, oh, I left that at home. Right. You always have access to it. I love I wrote I wrote a column about this and suggested that Google was likely to do this, in fact, have create it. some sort of terminal uh, computing operating mm-hmm. system almost. And I personally love the idea. I love the idea that everywhere I am is where I am. That's where I can work. That's where I can get my photos. I know that was a it's little so bit totally buckaroo bonsai. No <laughs> matter where you go, there you are. There you are. But I I love it. A universal login for like everywhere I go, yeah. every device, you know, truly device neutral computing, whatever. Love it. Oh, I had this frustration when I was in Greenville because uh, I was in Greenville, Illinois this weekend and they have one Wi-Fi hotspot in the town uh, <laughs> and I couldn't get into VPN. Right. And the reason I had to get into VPN is so that I get my corporate mail. Mm-hmm. I had something like this. Possibly my login would be VPN. Right. Exactly. There's no there's no more VPN hassles. There's, there's secure online storage which 
network-based storage was kind of the big bugaboo. And I think that just raises the entire question of, will people ever be willing to give up the idea what, that what they have is theirs? Like, this application is mine. Yeah. Because I bought it or I pirated it. Well, <laughs> this computer think, yeah. is mine. It and is not wh- distributed and shared with someone else. Like, we may just be too selfish. I think you should <laughs> to have... To able to ownership-based. I think you should have the opportunity. I think you should always have the choice to be able to run stuff totally locally. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're if you paranoid like that, yeah. then yeah, you know, get a hard drive and just do it that way. Because some, you'll, ha- I, you'll have the trade-off. Right. That's all. Because I'm already sure that we'll get an email saying, it's not paranoid, right? You know, it's not paranoia. It's security. It's... Not paranoid if they're really after you. And they will may, be They may indeed really be after you. So, yeah, maybe so you know, the secure network ability is the obviously the big bugaboo. Side note, just a little thing to note. Uh, Microsoft is promising to add PDF support to Office 12. That's yes. a big plus for it. Yeah, you definitely. You could actually save two PDF out of Which, Microsoft Word. I like, have to say, I read this and I was like, uh, finally? Yeah, no kidding. Really? I mean, I was almost long? kind of shocked that they didn't have that already. Which just shows how long overdue it really is. Okay, so speaking of Google More and them Google. providing uh, the things everything in the world. <laughs> Google has confirmed that it put in a bid to provide San Francisco, the city of San Francisco, with um, citywide free wireless access. Man. Dun, dun, dun. What I actually find the most interesting thing about this story, I, I, I can't speak right. The most interesting thing about the story to me, I read the story originally in this in this um, San Francisco Chronicle, was that one of the other bids to create this wireless infrastructure infrastructure for San Francisco would have cost the city $10 million, mm-hmm. whereas Google has offered to create and set up the entire thing for free and not charge the city at all to provide this free access to its citizens. Well, and the, the, the thing is they want to do this local AdSense, which I talked about last week. Yes. Where they know where you are, and so they serve uh, Google ads based on your location. Right, so they so don't need to charge the city. They're going to make extra money because they can charge extra for this localized advertising. So if I'm sitting in Union Square, I get Google AdSense that says, hey, there's cheap coffee right up the street. Right, or, so you know, you know, sale at Macy's, and that which would make me run. The localized advertising... <laughs> He's a big CBGB fan. Oh, BC, yeah. BC, whatever that yeah, that's is. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, we're not designer types. Um, the localized advertising is indeed the what is seen as the next advertising goldmine. Mm-hmm. Um, leads you to sort of the minority report vision of the future in which everywhere you go, there's an ad just for you with your name attached to it, which I kind of, I don't know. I, you know, it's one of those things where it's the, it's got its pluses and minuses. It seems creepy. Mm. And yucky, and nobody wants to get tracked, just the same way that they want to own their own software, even if they stole it. But it it would be kind of cool to get that ad that says, hey, you know where you can get a good breakfast? Right here. Because you, you never know if you're in a new city. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. It, it, that, like anything else, there can be good applications and bad applications. Right. Should read Commander Tucker's email. Oh. Is this trip? Anyway, um, Trip, is that you? In response to Google, and I was talking last week about Google's uh, teaming up with NASA to have a campus. Uh, He says, maybe Google will build a base on the moon. Because then Google could have its own internet, free Wi-Fi, Google-powered IP phones, and pretty much anything else Google can think of. And it would no longer be called a full moon, but a full Google. Nice. When you're out walking under the harvest Creepy. Google. Now, I know you probably already talked about that, but seriously, what is Google doing with NASA? Because I read the story and it said it was BioInfo Nano. Yeah. Things. Yeah, BioInfo Nano. I, I think I just, I'm going to throw this out there. 
I think there's some chance that Google's going a little web van on us with the crazy expansion and the no clear plan for how to make money on all that, except for maybe local ads, which aren't going to work so well on the moon. And um, the other side uh, of what it, what is their end game? Does Google have an end game? If you're out there, let us know. World domination. Uh, how do you dominate the world if you run out of money? But it, it's also it's also cheap real estate. I mean, the brilliance of this. Wait, the moon. No, the NASA stuff. <laughs> they're getting. They're getting. Oh, not literally real estate. They're being able to expand. No, no, real real estate like <laughs> yes in the Bay Area is extremely expensive, and yes. they're getting a break. Oh, they're saving money by so this maybe. Partnership. Well, this is the stuff I want to know. Yeah. Like it seems like they're doing all this stuff that that apparently has no connecting thread and no maybe reason, no pattern. But there must be one, right? These are smart, smart guys. Except up there in the secret evil office high above the earth the satellite where they control us all <laughs> right ow, now ow, I right have said that. <laughs> beam beam the end game to molly's brain <laughs> done um i saw a little note from tom actually god i'm gonna get a suit again uh that said google got an ant named after them yeah is that true yeah that was something i saw in boing boing today there Oy. is a species of ant that has been named after google Oy vey. yeah um okay well they i get everything anything. i don't have anything more to say about that <laughs> Uh, Charlie Craig, our number one fan, emailed us to ask more about data plans. And then we got a follow-up email, actually, from a guy who said he's paying $45 a month for his data plan for his trio from Singular. And I promised everyone that you would be able to explain this better than I could. So. Okay, I will try. Well, um, what I've heard, I assume this is all in response to the fact that what I've heard is that you actually, well, and seen even on carrier websites, is that you pay more for a data plan for a Windows mobile device. Um, interestingly though, Sprint, just as I was getting all revved up about that, especially with the impending Trio 700W, has just announced that they will be now charging $10 a month for their unlimited data plan, which now costs 15, which is still the cheapest one on the market. So Charlie and 45, 55 and 15. Yeah. 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 Uh, Believe me, this is why I went with Sprint, even though I've had like legendarily bad customer service problems with them. And I love Verizon. Uh You can get Verizon service anywhere, but their data plans are ridiculous. I think they're in the $40 range as well. Sprint's charging $10 now for their unlimited data plan for Windows Mobile and non-Windows Mobile devices, which is awesome. Interesting. However, there's a catch. Especially when our trio has both kinds. Exactly. There is a catch because there always is with a carrier, which is that they have uncoupled text messaging now from the data plan. Oh, because uh, the text messaging is where you make uh, the money off of the teenagers. Yeah. Now, though, they will offer a an unlimited text messaging plan for $15 a month. So that brings your total unlimited data. And actually, their current um, data plan only includes like 100 text messages or something. I was going to say, the per, so, it's the per message that they charge now, right? Right. Yeah. So you get a certain number per month, but then after that, they charge. So unlimited, unlimited data great. plus unlimited text messaging for $35 a month is still less than Verizon and Singular and whoever else is out there trying to rip you off. Sprint so, support any Evdo cards yet? I don't think so. That's Not that I know of, but I'll have to find that out. That may be one of the reasons well, Verizon is more But expensive. I suspect that they will by the time they get the new trio. Yeah. One would hope. Because the new is like trio is reportedly um, Evdo compatible or okay. EVDO, whatever you're calling it. But Verizon has taken its uh, EVDO price from 80 to 40 So, or 80 to 60 $60. All so, right. whew, anyway. Should we go to voicemails then? Yeah, let's move on. Because uh, I, I lost the installation of Firefox. I don't know what's wrong with this machine. <laughs> it just disappeared from the screen. <laughs> uh, I think maybe, I'm going to win this bet. Maybe that means it installed. Let's do some uh, voicemails. 
Hey, Tom, Molly, this is Daniel Udrea. I'm 15, and I love you guys, but I thought I should let you know that on eBay, people are selling, and ever since they came out, they sell these iPod Nanos for, and they're getting like 50 bucks more than their actual value, and ship, and they charge shipping and all this, and I don't think that's right, and they're getting all this money when you can just get it cheaper on Apple.com. It's just wrong. I mean, seriously, think about that. Love you. Okay, so uh, we have to check this out. eBay is apparently selling the Nano, or not eBay, I should be careful here. <laughs> People are sell selling anything. the Nano for over list price on eBay? Mm, I believe it. All I right. believe it if it's the black Nano. All right. Because, so but gonna, it's funny because I think Apple is sitting on a pile of those white ones. We need a uh, Buzz Out Loud watch team no. out, to, out there. If you, see, if you see an example of this, send us a link. And I just want to say on a personal note that I have received a test unit, an iPod Nano from Apple to be used for media uh, appearances such as the recent one on the Montel Williams show. And uh, I think that thing's too small. I'm, just, I, I'm throwing that out there. What did I say? It's too small. What did I say? It's, it's you too, mocked me when I like said that. It's like a little stick of gum. It's just too... I told you too, that. And I have small. the mini, the iPod mini, as you know, Mr. Pink, my pink iPod mini, which... I have gotten very spoiled by the brushed steel or the brushed aluminum, which I didn't realize because that thing is friggin' indestructible. Yeah. I mean, I throw it into the deepest recesses of my purse, and I just think that Nano would just get trashed. Not even just because it scratches easily, but because, like, it's it seems so small and yeah. fragile. You should have seen the one that the James The wheel had is so teeny. After, like, a week and a half of use, that thing was a mess. Oh, yeah, we had it out of the box for 30 minutes on Montel, and it's already a little jacked up. All right, one more voicemail. Uh, I was talking about laptops taking over the world last week. Hi there, guys. My name is Michael. I'm a student in upstate New York. This is just kind of in reaction to uh, the laptop that you were talking about, the laptop issue that everyone's moving towards, laptop technology. I myself have been shopping for a laptop for two years. I'm a full-time student, part-time faculty. I teach Spanish, and now I can't imagine. I bought a laptop about two months ago, and I completely agree. And even when I bought my laptop, I even went Macintosh. So kind of a double weird on the issue, I guess. But just the fact that I completely agree, especially my generation, I'm 18 to 34, so to speak. And the fact is, if it weren't for laptop technology, then a lot of our, you know, a lot of us students would not be able to do the things that we're doing. I agree. Love the podcast. Thanks. I see. So there you go. There it just go. bears out my opinion. Yeah. People well, are all, all switching right. to laptops. Although I will say that when I went shopping for a Mac laptop, I did decide to wait. Primarily because I thought that I think I want to get a PowerBook in the future, and I think there's going to be a rev. And the Mini is the Mac Mini is. You always pretty, want to buy a pretty dang close yeah. to a laptop. Not uh, close enough. All right. Uh, a couple other notes. Thanks for emailing me about the hundred dollar laptop. Someone emailed confirmed that it does have Wi-Fi. Ah. Uh, so I just wanted to, to clarify that. Good to know. Any other notes, Molly? Uh, Any sh- oh, you wanted to shout out to your, your boys in Boston, I right? do want to shout out to my boys in Boston. I met some wonderful podcast fans, Mo and VJ in Boston, in Braintree, actually, who load us up and listen to us weekly on a commute between New York and Boston. And uh, they suggested that to settle our fair use argument which you all should know then spilled into quite a violent argument later over the creative commons <laughs> tom and i came to blows um they suggested that we try to oh you are going down 
They suggested that we try to get Lawrence Lessing, <laughs> Professor Lawrence Lessing, on the show and want to let you, know, you guys know that we are working on that. It's looking good. But I don't want to promise too much. Yeah, hopefully by the end of this week. I mean, hopefully. Be- before we started the podcast, we were like, well, let's just tell him we're trying. But then I think we've made contact. So. Yes, we have made contact. So we're hoping to have him on by the end of the week. Again, don't want to promise too much, but I, I personally would be so excited because I am a Larry groupie. All right. <laughs> Well, email us, buzz at cnet.com, and give us calls, 1-800-616-CNET. We appreciate hearing from you. As always, goodbye.